Initialize sequence. Hello, everybody. This is Jordan Chibel of Fear Factory. I was from Devil Driver and Cold Chamber. And Jerry Only, the great. Jared from Head PE. Hey, what's happening? This is Trevor from the band on there. This is Jesse Leach from Kill Switch and Gaze. This is Dino Cazares from the group Fear Factory. This is Max Cavalera. Cavalera Conspiracy. Stay underground. Welcome to the Underground, Australia's home of underground music. It is time to enter the necro phase. It's Ned and Herbs joined here by Wednesday 13, winner of the 2019 Album of the Year. Of course, necro phase. Wednesday, how are you, man? Well, you're talking to a winner, so let me say I'm doing all right. Yeah, that is what we like to hear right I like there. To, I like to say that. I'm a winner now. Look at that. Two years in a row. But the only thing... We've ever won two years in a row. Something we've ever won ever. <laughs> so it's just like a double whammy. We get two years in a row, and it's like, it's, so yeah, that's the killer. Thank you, guys. Oh, no worries at all, and we're excited to finally talk to you about this, man. It's It must be a good feeling to be on top. You did, you battled it out and beat a bunch of big-time names. Did you know you were onto something big with this album? Not at all. I mean, uh, it started out just as the way I re- approach any recording was just the idea of going to make a record. And as we got into it, the ideas started flowing like normal. And, you know, I think every band, you know, or at least every band that I know of has sat around and talked about doing songs. Oh, it'd be cool if we got this guy or if we, what if we got this guy on the record, you know, and that's how you hear collaborations and things. So that's kind of how this record was. We didn't really have anybody planned or anybody agreed to do anything before we went in. It was kind of like as we went on, it'd be like, oh, you know, the song, like, for example, the song Monster, you know, that was something that I was like, you know, it'd be really cool to have a different voice on this. How different could we go? Well, let's get a female. Let's get Christina from Lacuna Coil. So it just became ideas like that. And Alice Cooper's been on the bucket list of, doing an intro for one of my records. Since about 2008, I've been talking and speaking with him about doing an intro, and it's just, it's almost worked out in the past, and it did do the intro for the last Murder Dolls record, so we finally got it down. Well, I think we've lost him. Yeah, I think we have. Hello, you, you got me? Yeah. You're back now. Was that something on your end or our end? Sorry, sorry. I, I... Sorry, maybe the coronavirus has has jumped through the phone. That's all good. We'll keep things going. But yeah, we have spoken about it in the past and it is awesome that you landed Alice Cooper. That is a big name right there. But the whole concept of the album Wednesday was basically an 80s horror movie in the form of music, yeah? Yeah, pretty pretty much. I mean, you know, I've always did the horror thing and kind of did the imagery based off of horror. But this one, I really, really kind of started off from the get-go, from the intro, from the thing I wanted. I wanted this record. It was almost like I was kind of painting the picture as we wrote the music with this, whereas in the past, we kind of wrote the music and then I've kind of figured out how to do it. So this was just a little more together. And I don't know, it just, it was easy the way it kind of turned out like the songs we ended up we wrote all these songs within like a three-week period of us just kind of getting together and compiling all of our riffs and what you hear on necrophase is basically just three weeks of us writing songs and putting together all of our riffs that we had worked on all year and made up on the spot and that's just kind of how the record turned out and then just getting the special guest was just that little extra extra touch and then the artwork and everything just you know for me it's this is my 
my favorite production and just outcome as far as album covers and just literally getting everything that I wanted in an album. Yeah, I couldn't agree more with that. There is just something so awesome about the whole package. Like, I love condolences, but to me, this one was like, you know, you've lifted the bar even that little bit higher and the pressure's on now. You mentioned you did win album of the year with condolences. You've done it again with Necroface. How are you going to top it Wednesday? You know, I never know. I mean, after we did Monsters of the Universe, I was and I'm still proud of that record. I listened to that recently just because I was trying to compile a list of songs and get together somewhat of a set list this year and was just kind of listening to the old records. And I remember after Monsters of the Universe, just listening to all the different styles of music on that record and which kind of launched where we are right now. I was just remember thinking, man, how are we gonna how are we gonna top that one? You know, there was some good stuff on that. And then when we started writing for condolences, I was like, all right, we got it. And <laughs> the same thing when it came for Necrophase, we just kind of, I never know till we get together. You know what I mean? Like it's, you kind of go in and go, well, I hope we can come up with something that'll be of the same caliber and quality. And But it definitely sets the bar up high for us. And we don't just go in and write just for the sake of, oh, let's throw something together real quick. You know what I mean? Like it's important to us, you know, like I tell the guys all the time, I'm like, you know, we got a tour on this record for, for two years. So make a good record. You know, this is going to last for a lifetime for us and for fans. So don't shortchange yourself. Make a good record. You know, there's a lot of people in the industry. It's just instant since I can remember as a little kid, I remember buying Kiss Crazy Nights and I'm going, man, Crazy Nights is a great song. What's the rest of this shit on this album? <laughs> and it is. It is a bunch of filler. They had two good songs and wrote a bunch of stuff to fill it in with this bubblegum sticking it together. And, I, you know, I love bubblegum, but I refuse to use it with my music. <laughs> yeah, I hear what you're saying. And they wouldn't be able to get away with that in this day and age in the digital area, would they? Yeah, well, who knows? This day and age, you can just lip sync and pretend you're, you're playing and everything so who the hell even knows I've passed that age level now where I'm officially the grumpy old man I go well back in my day <laughs> we didn't have GPS we had a thing called MapQuest and you'd print out your tour and you use that and if you missed a turn you were late <laughs> if you missed another turn you were later <laughs> so I don't know you know for me man I just kind of created my own world and I stay in it and I just make sure it's the best of, of what it can be I think you know what we do and what Wednesday 13 has started off as and became over the years it's really shaped into what I like to feel I tell people now I've been doing this for my first album 15 years old but I feel like we're just grasping on or at least me I feel like I'm just more confident with what I do and it's getting more and more with each release and the performance and the show itself beyond the record has taken such a crazy direction I mean it was theatrical but now it's just like I don't have enough time in the set for costume changes and masks and props so yeah it's turned into my own little haunted playhouse yeah I love that right there and you're right on the the live show as well we've seen you a bunch of times and from the first time to the last time the the change up has been something insane and definitely just keep that theatrical sort of style going man it's all sorts of awesome but I was gonna say I think your cover of films was something brilliant and if that's the direction you're heading in sort of deal like I, I don't think there's any signs of slowing down 
Not at all. I mean, every day I get up and, you know, I, I worked on this. This is something I don't know if it's within other artists or whatever, but like every day I wake up and I, first thing I think about is this and what I do. And I get up every day and, you know, it doesn't get boring to me. If it ever does, I change it up, obviously, just what I do all the time. And even like the new look the, with, the, with the band, you know, we didn't even have it together when Condolences was put together, but even like the color now, all the neon slime and green and the colors that we've added into the show. That was just something that kind of happened on, on me just getting bored. We had a break one morning and we stopped on our tour bus and I found green paint and <laughs> here we are. You know what I mean? I just, I got bored and changed it up and started looking at all my He-Man figures and G.I. Joe toys and kind of went, oh, I like that bad guy. I like that bad guy. He's got a cool pair of boots. I like that mask. He's got a little pouch on his pants here. Let me put that there. All right, this guy's a bad dude. Let me. He's green. He wrestled. All right, so I just sort of mixed all of my favorite villains from all my He-Man and G.I. Joe cartoons, and that's kind of what I look like, and <laughs> I'm just the rock and roll villain. I love that right there. And before we started this interview Wednesday, we were talking about this sort of coronavirus craziness at the moment and how it looks like we're going to be in lockdown. You imagine what sort of stuff you're going to be coming out with if you're in lockdown for a week or two. Who knows what the new look will be? Yeah, I mean, for a lot of people being forced to stay home or or just staying home for the, the sake of being safe and things like that, it, it drives people crazy, you know. For me, I don't ever go out anyway, so I'm just, you know, nothing's really changed for me as <laughs> far as uh, I still just stay at home. Like I said, I, I create my own world. I don't even watch, like I unplug my satellite. I pay attention to the news, obviously. I, I'm, I'm up to date on certain things, but like I just really created my own world. Every morning I get up, I type in YouTube and I put in 80s commercial breaks. And I just watch commercials all day long to a point where I catch myself watching it and they'll be like, today an earthquake struck Los Angeles. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I realize it's, it's from 1983. Wow. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> but, you know, like I said, I create my own world. I watch my whole apartment surrounded in nothing but memorabilia of all my favorite movies and toys and just my childhood. And I go back and watch old commercials and it's just like... For, for me, it's kind of like when everybody or anybody goes, oh, man, I miss the old days. Why can't it be like it used to be? And I go, well, it can be. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's kind of what I do every day. I'm like, you know what? If I want it to be like it used to be, I throw on a G.I. Joe VHS and close my windows. And I'm a 44, 43-year-old kid, you know, and that's just kind of how it goes for me. I've always lived in my own world. I, I grew up, luckily, not in the smartphone age so I had to use my imagination so that's been a really big big place for me and it's only gotten bigger and more creative as I've gotten older well, it definitely has, and that is a very interesting sort of little intake into your world right there, Wednesday. Thank you for sharing, man. That, that's awesome. I didn't even think. Why not just pretend it's 1987? Yeah, yeah. Now, man, last time we spoke, you alluded to this horror movie. I think I've interviewed you four, five, maybe six times every time we ask, what is the update on the horror movie? Before we jump into our horror movie quiz, and maybe this coronavirus craziness is a time for you to really sit down and start writing that script, but have you moved forward any more so towards that Wednesday 13 horror? The story and the idea has definitely 
move forward as far as do I think I have a cool script and story for a movie? Yes, finally. Not just, hey, do you want to make a movie? And going, yeah, but not having an idea. Basically what I'm trying to figure out, and I'm going to either do both or one or the other first. I'm going to make a movie, but I'm also going to turn our live show into a movie. Oh, that that is awesome. If that makes any sense. Which one's going to come first? I don't know. You might get both. Because I have a movie idea that I would like to film that I don't... I could turn it into a show, of course, but I'm not. But uh, the idea I have, what I want to do with our live show is to make it feel like a movie. Like I want to I want to, I want to have popcorn being served along with alcohol if you want it. You know, I want to like, <laughs> come into the movies. Before we play, you're going to have to set through 20 minutes of movie trailers that I want to make. So you watch our own movie trailers for our own songs or whatever and... Whenever the movie starts, it's like, hey, turn your fucking phones off. It will be like a movie experience, and I'm going to interact with pre-filmed video screens. So basically, I can make a story. I can kind of do what you guys have seen me do on stage, except I'll have a whole script and cast working on a video wall with me. So it's a lot of planning and a lot of stuff I have to do before the audience sees the show. But it's a plan I've had. I just got to uh, construct it and get it going. So yeah, so there is definitely plans for a movie. And then, like I said, I want to turn my live show into a movie. I I want to be able to tell people, hey, I'm making a movie movie really when this weekend and the next day and the next day because you get to see it live every night it's, i told people it's like it's like that show saturday night live they have a week to rehearse it and then it's on so i'd like our tour to be like that we got a week to rehearse it and then every night you get to see the live movie oh man I, I don't really think i can push you much further on that because you have given us some major information right there and that has me all sorts of excited for the next wednesday 13 tour that is really once again you're raising that bar like on the industry right there yeah, I mean, again, and hopefully no one steals my idea, so I want to mark this down. But no, I just, I've had this idea of kind of slowly growing, and, and it really kind of came together as I was just touring last year. We did over 150 shows in the past year, and just sitting back and watching different things and sitting, you know, we've been a support band for the past two years, so we get to play and then we've got time to go watch other bands and I get to go in the audience and watch shows and just, you know, kind of walk into a venue and go, what would I like to see? If I was just the person walking in, what would blow me away? What would, you know, so I kind of take on that aspect and look through those eyes and say, what would I see in a bar or a small club if I walked in and saw that a show like us? And I would be like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> so that's the level. The level is blowing someone's mind, shocking them. And that's been something that's been really cool for us with our show has just been the visual level. And I can just see from my own point of view, looking into people's eyes in the audience, that they're kind of entranced by our show and kind of what's going on. There's a, there's a lot to soak in, and it's a really good, cool vibe that I don't think a lot of people are producing. And we're definitely even getting more in our own little niche of being on our own. 
Yeah, yeah, you can really bring that right on. And just really quickly, I wasn't even going to say this, but we took a couple of people to see you with Static X last year, and they just ended up saying, wow, Wednesday 13 really stole the show there. Like, they, they were something else. Man, you add in all of this, it's going to awesome. be the, well, the, the full sort of spectacular there, which is all sorts of awesome, man, and no worries at all. But we were going to change things up really quickly before we jump into the horror quiz. Love the horror biz toys that, you yeah. got, that you've got on the go there with Death Hook and the Omen Amen. What's sort of up next on this yeah. toy side of things? Oh, so much. Like I said earlier in the interview, when I said I wake up and all I do is think about the band and things, so... I literally get up and I write down ideas. Before I go to bed, I write down ideas. And me and the toy guy, John, the toy biz, we've become really good friends. We grew up in the same culture of just, we love the same type of, of packaging and 80s stuff. So literally, we have a list of products that are going to be coming out. And it's not just going to be action figures. It's going to be a toy line. Like I said, I literally have drawn all my inspirations and looks from G.I. Joe and he-Man and now all my toys are going to reflect that exact same thing too so in just a couple of weeks we're launching uh, three or four new toys but they're not action figures but they'll still fit with the Wednesday 13 thing I can't tell you what it is but I'm super excited because I get to make toys now and it's fucking awesome so yeah so in a couple of weeks I can't give the spoiler but all I can say is in a couple of weeks we got three or four new items coming out in the toy store and it's not an action figure this time but there is a new action figure coming in a couple probably a month after that as well so i'm going to keep the figures coming we've got a ton of ideas and it's not just going to be those figures every time and it's going to be uh just like everything it's constantly changing up in the bar every time like did the figures look like this what can we do next time all right you know that's why there was a glow-in-the-dark figure we did these variant colors and just it's just ideas you know based off of everything I've collected. There was always a special glow-in-the-dark figure. I had to have one, so we released one. Yeah, and bring that right on is all I can say right there. I did have a little note. I thought a comic book series would be kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm looking into comics. We're looking into trading cards, toy weapons. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's, it's everything. Everything that I had as a kid, I want a Wednesday 13 version of it, whether it's a toy gun or something I had, I'm going to somehow mock or do a nod towards something that I grew up on. So when you see some of these new toy lines, you'll you'll see exactly where I'm going from and people will go, oh, that's so 80s, but that's that fits perfect yeah that's exactly right all right man well we are just about to jump into this halloween quiz but right before we do i must be slacking in my old age because i was checking out the website earlier and just seeing that you have a an australian merch store happening as well so people in australia can pick up their wednesday 13 merch right here so once again lifting that bar man because a lot of the time we have to order through the states and there's ridiculous shipping prices and all that sort of stuff so we will pop up the link for that on the website as well yeah man thank you yeah and uh like i said you know we always try to make stuff as available for all the fans worldwide it's just sometimes it sucks you know it's like shipping wise i know sometimes i have to mail things and it's like wow it costs 50 bucks just to mail two records you know it's insane yeah just wait till i get my own personal drone i can just (laughs) ship it myself And you guys won't have to worry about it anymore. Wednesday 13 drone comes in. 
Oh, I love that man. And, well, the man sitting to my left right now, his name is Jace Herbert Wednesday. He is a massive Wednesday 13 fan. He didn't want to get too caught up in the interview because he is in the zone for this Halloween quiz that I let you know about. Jace, say hi to Wednesday. Hey, yeah. Wednesday. How you doing, man? It's an honor to speak with hello, you. Hello, hello. Thank you, man. Thank you. And you're speaking. And you're speaking to me during quarantine. This is uh, so I'm also uh, some not regular hours. <laughs> quarantine just sounds cool, so we should just go with that. Yeah, uh, we'll go with that. Talking to me in quarantine. <laughs> That's exactly right. So it's, it's that little bit extra special, but he's a massive 80s fan too. Yeah. We basically, it sounds like we pretty much grew up in the same era because you're talking He-Man, G.I. Joe, horror movies, all that sort of stuff. That is Jason and I to a T. So he's a massive Halloween fan. He's watched the movie how many times, Jay, before this? Uh, I've lost count. Probably somewhere in the low hundreds. All right. So how many times do you think yeah, you've yeah, seen I, it? You know, I was probably in the in the same amount. I I don't know. I was trying to do the math on on like some of my favorite movies and go. How many times have I actually seen Chainsaw Massacre? You know, and I'm going, oh, fuck. I've been watching it since I was ten. <laughs> I'll be 44 in August. I watch it a couple times a year. I don't know. If you got a calculator, throw that together. I, <laughs> I don't know what the, the math is on that, but it's enough to know it. And when it comes on, I could be in the other room and hear it and know what's going on and I kind of feel the same way about Halloween or other movies as well. So yeah, there's there's a handful of movies that I just feel like I know I grew up on them and I don't even know how many times I've watched them. Oh, well, I love that right there. I'm sure Jay does too. He's very similar. So I've picked out five questions from funtrivia.com. So I'm not sure how good this website is. It might end up being bad and you you guys will be like, that didn't happen. But I'm just assuming that they're right. We're about to find out. Yeah. All right, boys. Yeah, we'll find out. So the idea is, is just jump in with, you know, Jace or Wednesday or whatever to answer the question. And I'll let it go from now. So, the first question is, what room did Michael first see his sister Judith and her boyfriend in? Jace, uh, that was in the lounge room. He was looking through the window. Excellent, Jace. Yeah, that was in the living room. Yes. Yep. That's both. Yeah, that's, that's one apiece. That correct. There we go. Yep, that's exactly yeah, right. Yeah. All right, let's go on to question number two. This one's an easy one. I Even I knew this one. So, what was Michael's sister Judith doing before he killed her? She was combing her hair in front of the mirror. Brushing her hair. There we she go. Brushing her hair. Yep, exactly. There we go. One apiece. I needed extra questions <laughs> for this one. <laughs> All right, this one might be a little bit more difficult. What was the date when Michael killed his sister Judith? He the date that he killed Judith? Yep. He killed Judith. Yeah, he killed Judith on Halloween. Do you remember the so year, that would have been Halloween? Okay, so it would have been Halloween's calculator. Oh, Jay has jumped in with 63, yeah. and he is right. Is that what you were going to yeah. say? Yeah. Okay. 1963. All right. Well, I'm no good. I'm no good at math, but I knew I was trying to. I was trying to count backwards. So he just beat me to it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. All righty. This one might be a difficult one as well. This is really for the diehard Halloween people right here. What song is playing when Annie picks up Laurie for their babysitting jobs? Don't Fear the Reaper. Oh, Wednesday is, is that back. Playing? Yes, it definitely is. So you guys are all locked yes, in. Yes, yes. Woo. 
<laughs> yes, I'm good. I'm good. I, I knew that. Cause I also know it, I know it ends that way too, but I knew that was on in the background as well. So Yeah, and it, there's a special note here from funtrivia.com. You have to listen really close to notice that one. Wednesday 13, all over it. Very much so. Alrighty, so this one could possibly yeah. be the tiebreaker here. What is the brand of laundry detergent that is in the Wallace's laundry room? Oh. Uh, is it... It's not tied. Is it... Oh, man, I see it. Wednesday. Back uh, up, back up Wednesday. Is it? Is it tied? It is tied Wednesday. <laughs> It is tied. Okay, okay. I did. I didn't. I didn't want to say tied because I honestly didn't think tied came out till like '85. I'm like literally trying to do my in my brain going, what products came out in the '80s? I thought tied. I, I thought it was going to be all A L L. That was my other. That was another brand around that time. And uh, so, apparently, okay. it was tied. And you get a good look at the box when she's washing her clothes after spilling butter on them. Well, man, I should have got more questions. You guys pretty much locked up on that one in the end there. So, well done. I guess both very good (laughs) Halloween fans. Yes. I consider those two movies kind of back-to-back like one movie. I I love how they go straight into the other one. And actually, I think part two may be my favorite. They're kind of one movie in my mind, but I think two may be afraid of hospitals even more so. There you go. Well, maybe next time we chat, we'll have to have a Halloween 2 trivia. So thank you so much for taking some time out and be sure to pick this man's album up, Necrophase. It is all sorts of awesome. That's why it won 2019 Album of the Year. Be on the lookout for all that cool stuff. And Wednesday, thanks so much for the heads up on, on the live show horror movie that's coming, man. We really appreciate that. Yeah, man. Hopefully all the stuff I said I can actually pull off in a decent amount of time and it won't be talking about it five years from now. We can talk about, we'll be on the second or third movie or ideas. Yeah, man. Thank you guys for giving us the award. That's killer. We don't normally get awards, so it's always appreciated when that happens. And thank you for taking the time to, to talk to me about it. Oh, hell yeah, man. It has yeah. been a bunch of fun. Be sure to hit this man up. Facebook.com slash official Wednesday 13. Twitter.com, same deal, official Wednesday 13. Instagram.com. Best Instagram handle ever, Mr. Motherfucker 13. (laughs) Thanks again, man. Everyone stole my Wednesday name. I couldn't even use my own fucking name without it being (laughs) like Wednesday 13-13. So I just went as what my mom has always called me, Mr. Motherfucker. (laughs) How? What? It's the underground. This has been another presentation from the Grey Wolf Entertainment Network. GreyWolfEntertainment.net.